Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey everyone, hope you're having a good Wednesday. Uh, We were unable to record Starfellows this past weekend because Mr. Rob was sick. So uh, instead of a regular Starfellows episode this week, we are going to take you back to season two. Um, For those of you who are new to our podcast um, and have only listened to season three, season two is um, a different story with different characters. Um, We play a TTRPG called Seventh Sea, which is a D10 based um, RPG system instead of a D20 system. Uh, Brennan is our GM and the rest of us are player characters. Um, It's all pirate themed. It's based in like fantasy Europe. Um, Rob plays a knight of fantasy England named Sir Arthur Windflagon, who serves the queen. Um, Mills plays um, a French noble person, fantasy French noble person, who is a uh, blood magic sorcerer named uh, QLA. And I play a 15-year-old Irish pirate named Sinead Temple. It's very fun. It um, is crazy fun this season. We're very proud of how it uh, all turned out. It's about 50 something episodes long. So if you need some content to catch up on while we are uh, waiting for Starfellows to return, um, highly recommend listening to the rest of this season. Um, But yeah, we should be back to normal next week. Thank you guys for being patient with us. And we hope you enjoy this new story or if you're returning this old story. And uh, yeah, hope you enjoy. This is uh, DM Brennan, uh, formerly known as Dartle Pinekeg. I am here with the Guild Fellers crew, also known as Guild Mateys right now. How's it going, guys? Woo! It's going good. Arr. Great. It's <laughs> enthusiastic. I like to hear it. Wow. So, All right. All right, uh, this, is the <laughs> this is the premiere of season two of Guild Fellows, woo! and we are deviating just a little bit. Mm. Yeah! Woo! <laughs> from uh, D&D 5E, we are playing the game 7th C, which was started by um, somebody back in the day, and a guy named John Wick got the rights to it and got the most successful crowdfunding ever for an RPG <laughs> um, and came out with the second edition, which is what we're playing now. So, um, yeah, Keanu Reeves made a tabletop game, apparently. And, and um, it's glorious. Good old Keanu. And it's glorious. It's, it's really so. It's Yes, it's very roleplay based, very different. Um, so the basics of it is we're on this giant continent. It's very seafaring, very swashbuckling. The continent's name is Thea or Thea. Um, John Wick is notoriously, from what I hear, not very picky in how you pronounce things. And there's all these countries and races which are based off of uh, Europe, basically. So instead of Italy, it's Vodaci. Instead of England, it's Avalon, um, etc. 
So we have a beautiful cast of characters. Um, Hannah is now a player instead of the DM. Woo. So if you guys want to go around and introduce yourselves or country you're from, what, uh, what you're going to be doing? Uh, sure, I can go first since I was I'm the newest character here, uh, player character. <laughs> uh, so I am playing a character from uh, Inismore, which is the country of uh, Ireland, and uh, my character's name is Sinead Temple. Uh, she is a 15 year old uh, pirate girl <laughs> um she has the should i like give all my like background info and advantage stuff and like my my skills and stuff well you know give uh you know like uh enough to cover everything but like we also gotta get moving so like a meat right, right, right. amount so um, the things that you think might come up in an episode yeah soon. so so she i gave her the backgrounds pirate and duelist so she is um a, a seafaring a uh, person who enjoys freedom and tries to give it to all that she can, and a duelist, meaning that she is very good with uh, with weapons. And uh, yeah, she's she's small. She's like five two. She's blonde, brown eyes. Um, she usually dresses in like uh, clothes that are typically for boys her age, and she always wears a bandana in her hair. Um, she has been away from home for a few years, just of her own volition. Um, and yeah, I she's really good at uh, brawn and resolve and wits. She's really good at sailing. I think that's her best skill right now because <laughs> I gave all my points to that. Um, but yeah, if someone else wants to go, go for it. All right. She sounds fun. I'm excited. I can go. My character's name is Q, uh, with the silent U E U E. They're from Montaigne, which is fantasy France, also known as for France. And um, their background, they are uh, Sorcier Port, which is basically a kind of magic user who can make portals and doorways. Um, and they're also a courtier. So, um, you know, they go to court so the king, all the wealthy people, they come from an aristocratic background, um, very well off, well to do. They're like, I don't know, probably like 5'11", like not quite six feet and it bothers them. Um, (laughs) And uh, tall, kind of like tan darker skin they have uh like very short like kind of like fade on the side uh kind of wavyish curly uh hair that they dye a dark sort of navy blue um yeah um they're just out here for a good time to be honest just uh, trying to figure out what they want out of life. Aren't we all? I, Maybe a little depressed. Yeah, seriously, that's very <laughs> relatable right now <laughs> for a podcast of people in their early 20s. <laughs> oh, yeah. And if also, I... yeah, right. Uh, who's projecting on their characters? Certainly not me. <laughs> um, and, of course, I put all of their stats like into finesse, wits, panache, which are all... Well, they're very much a personality. They're not as useful um, at fighting, so they're really here to be a diplomat. You know, that's that's going to be pretty useful. Let me tell you, especially saying 
combat is so complex in this. We'll we'll see if I <laughs> how long yeah, it takes right? me. <laughs> um, also, they're really good at drinking. Oh, good, good. That is the, probably the most necessary skill in a TTRPG, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, if anyone looks up the handbook for Seven C and finds the character or the the page for um, sorcerers and stuff, uh, they're cutting a hole in reality while firing a gun into the air. <laughs> yeah. The the art is fantastic. So if you guys check that out, it's wonderful. I am 100% certain that Q has never actually used a gun in their life. <laughs> oh, that's great. Actually, no. They pro- Actually, I forget. They have like this aristocratic academic background. They probably have shot a gun. They have probably never hit their target. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, uh, that's a great character description, honestly. Like she has um, several Rob. sets of like showy dual pistols that she like only practices <laughs> with in front of the mirror. Dude. They. They. Uh, sorry, honestly, they. You, if you if you pose with a dueling pistol, you are like ten times more likely to hit your target if you look cool. Yeah, Actually, it's probably true not true. <laughs> what's more important in TTRPGs is looking cool. Exactly. Uh, That's definitely the vibe. Speaking of looking cool, Rob, do you do you have someone that looks cool or, or not? You uh, know. <laughs> Uh, I think thank you for the assumption that he does look cool. I think he looks cool in my head. Um, I'm playing. Juilliard looked cool. Yeah, Juilliard always looked rad. I mean, it's hard to make a dragon look like not good. So you know, there's that. <laughs> um, but I'm playing a human this time. Uh, a bloke from England, or I guess Avalon, the equivalent in this game. His name is Arthur Windflagon, or RT for short. <laughs> for short, if you feel so inclined. Um, he is a knight of Avalon, um, which means that he basically is the like embodiment of one of the original knights of the Grail um, that served King Eliad, um, who was like gifted the Grail, which is like a Fey imbued magical item from the <clears throat> the the Fey creatures and goddesses that roam around Avalon, I suppose. Um, and so he's the embodiment of the Knight Aesk of the forests. So he carries a bow, which is his primary combat instrument. <clears throat> he also carries around a, a short uh, arming sword, which is just like a, a not very impressive, just like self-defense tool, more or less. Um, but the bow is what he, uh, he uses most of all. Um, he has, uh, as the embodiment of Knight Aesk, his uh, glamours are based around the traits Resolve and Panache. Um, so he's kind of uh, a gutsy character, if you, if you catch my meaning there. Um, and he can do some fun things. Uh, he can heal himself and others. Um, and he is a hunter, so he gets hero points when he uses his hunter's acumen to save people from danger. Um, I also have a, a pretty strict code of ethics that this character has to hold himself by, which uh, we'll explore more as it becomes relevant, but uh, that is always kind of in the background. It's called the Knight's Gesa. Um, so there's a list of things that I must be careful when, uh, when considering doing, as uh, the roleplay is important, and I could lose all my powers if I don't uphold that. So that's Artie. Um, he was a was a moderate, like modestly wealthy hunter. Came from a family um, in the middle of Avalon, 
and was uh, chosen. He felt that wiggle in his soul to be a knight um, and to get a sorcery. And so uh, ever since then, he's kind of been a knight errant wandering around uh, all of Thea. So that's his story. All right. We got a good group here. We got the, the scrappy Irish one. We got the the aristocrat from France. And, of course, our, our <laughs> Monty Python character. Uh, um, I love it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, <laughs> if you want him to be that silly, he can be that silly. But uh, if I know your typical RPG, if it starts out silly or it starts out serious, it will be silly. Silly. We, we've talked about this. Oh, okay. um, Fair enough. Well, <laughs> I guess we need to choose whether or not he's going to start as Arthur or start as Artie. Because if he's, you know, that's how we'll I have some input campaign. on that. All right, what do you think? Yeah. So my least successful D and D character ever was a character named Artie Harker, who was a swashbuckling pirate. Artie Harker he got absolutely obliterated at every possible chance. This guy rolled seven nat ones in one session. Um, so I don't know what that if that will sway your opinion. But last time we had Artie in a swashbuckler, he got destroyed. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll try it out with Arthur then and see how it how it goes. All right. Um, so for those of you uh, listening along at home and have no idea how to play this game, we are also learning. So uh, if you catch our mistakes, let us know. Um, the basis of the game is a little bit different. Um, you roll d10s and then you put those in uh, the the results in groups of ten, and those allow the groups of tens are called raises, and you spend them in an action round to to do things. Um, whenever they do something that's in line with their character, they get a hero point, which they can spend on all sorts of things like taking an action even while they're down uh, and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, this is going to be a really fun time, and uh, I hope you guys are ready to get started. Are you ready to get started? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, we. All right, so. <clears throat> it's first time DMing in a while. So, the three of you wake up on an island. Uh, at least you just assume it's an island because it's relatively quiet outside of the sounds of the sea and some seagulls. Uh, all of you are covered in sand, which is horrible because everyone hates sand. It's rough, it's gritty, it gets everywhere. And all that you can see is the blinding light of the day. You feel like, by the way your eyes are adjusting, you have not seen daylight for a while. Uh, all of you guys remember that you were on a ship recently. You guys are all sailors. Uh, you all have some amnesia and some mild head wounds and do not remember exactly how you got shipwrecked. It's just the three of you and one person who is dressed as if uh, he were from the kingdom of Vodachi, who's lying a little bit away in the sand. He seems to be the first to have gotten up as he is sitting straight up and you guys are all face down eating uh, the sand and the seashells inside. Uh, you all smell the salty brine as you clearly washed up on shore and are currently feeling a little woozy. What do you do? Um, do I see... How big is this island? Uh, it's hard to tell from what you can see so far. It looks like a pretty large one. Um, the coast and the the beach extends probably a half mile in both directions and seems to curve around in itself. So um, the, kinda, you can't really tell from here, but it's it looks like it's a decently sized one. Um, 
And while I have temporary amnesia, do I recognize the people around me? Like, do I know them? Um, you do not. And you don't know if it's because they were people that you never really talked to on the ship or if uh, they're your best friend and you forgot about them. Oh. Um, hello? Um, Arthur, like, sits up and starts blinking and looking around. And uh, after Q says hello, says, Bugger me, where are we? Hello. Who are you people? That's adorable. <laughs> Who are you? I'm Sinead. And, uh, your name? Uh, you can call me Q. And my name is Arthur. So there's, uh, the minute the three of you introduce one another, one another, uh, the man from Vodachi st- uh, stands all the way up and grabs his saber and walks over to the three of you and points it directly into uh, Artie's, or Arthur's, <laughs> Arthur's throat. Uh, he goes, You have been sent to kill me, yes? It seems that there's a bit of a misunderstanding. I don't think any of us know how we got here, let alone what you're doing here. He goes, <clears throat> Well, I'm, uh, I don't know why I'm here either. I don't know why he just got a Brooklyn accent. <laughs> Shoot, I forgot the. <laughs> Should we calm down a little bit now? He goes, well, Mamma Mia, calm down. We're shipwrecked. We're gonna die. <laughs> I love that New Jersey and Vodachi are just connected, like by wrought iron path, like brain pathways in your skull. Like you just can't do one without, like immediately. <laughs> I can't. I watch too much Sopranos. <laughs> Italian is gonna sound New Jersey for the rest of my life. Oh, uh, it's a curse. All right, all right, all right. What's your name then? He goes. My name is uh, is Giuseppe. Giuseppe. Hey, yeah, uh, that's me. Don't wear it out. And, uh, but if you weren't uh, sent here to kill me, then uh, what are you three doing here? What were you doing on that ship? That, my friend, is a wonderful question. <clears throat> One that I would like... Well, I hope you got a wonderful answer. I'm going to run the sword right through your throat. Like we said. Perhaps. I think we are all um, feeling very tense, yes? Uh, and <laughs> maybe not we I. could just take a step back I'm not the one who's drawn my breathe. sword. <laughs> uh, okay. Um someone's looking for a fight, I guess. <laughs> we will all How about we all put our weapons away and then we can discuss this like adults. Obviously, we were all on the ship, we were all sailing, and now we're shipwrecked. But I don't think threatening each other is really the best way to get off this island. Hi. So, uh all right, so Roll me um, Convince plus Panache, and it's your first time using Convince, so that's going to be um, that's going to be a bonus die for Convince, by the way. Okay, Convince plus Panache, so that's three, and then I get another three from Panache. Uh, yes. If my cool. So oh, um... I don't have enough dice for those. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do. Good. They're just over there. Um. So if you roll, if you get one raise, uh, if you get zero, then he's going to run Rob through the throat. So don't get zero. Uh, okay. You can spend one raise to um, 
to make him at least give you guys a fighting chance. You can spend two raises to make sure that uh, that he puts a sword array. You can spend three to make him your friend, and you can spend four raises uh, to make him your bodyguard. <laughs> Convince him that you guys are important people and he's supposed to protect you. Um, well, I only got two raises, so I will use those two to convince him to put the sword away as I kind of approach, like, sort of to the side in between them, kind of like, let's put the sword away. <laughs> he, uh, um, he goes, I, uh, I see uh, your point. And he puts the, the saber back in its sheath. Um... As you guys, now that the the tension is over um, and nobody actually got killed, you notice that there is plenty of driftwood lying around. Uh, Some of it's very clearly from shipwrecks past. In fact, most of it is. Um, There's plenty of rope. There's plenty of other materials if you did want to build a raft. However, there's also a path leading into the jungle of the island if you wanted to follow that. It looks dark and brooding. Um, Those are currently your options unless you guys can find me another one. So I'm not much of a builder, you know? Uh, I'm not either. (laughs) Do you think maybe we should go further in the island to see if there's a sign of life or someone we can talk to? I would like to take this moment to let everybody know that I am a hunter as my profession, when I'm not being a knight, at least. So if we'd like to go into the jungle and find some food, I'm all for it. (laughs) Well, all right, Mr. Fancy Pants. If you'd like to lead the way. <laughs> Do you lead the way, Arthur? Arthur dusts himself off and gets up above the ground and starts going to the jungle. So Giuseppo cuts you off, puts his arm in front of you with his hand still on his saber, and says, uh, A Vodachi aristocrat would never a follow uh, whatever you are. What would you say you was from? I am a knight from Avalon. And I don't really give two cents whether or not you follow me, or if you don't. Stay here for all you want, build the raft yourself, not really my business. He's going to try and outpace you to be the front of the line. (laughs) He goes, you cannot follow me. (laughs) I mean, Arthur just lets him and kind of rolls his eyes. He's like, like in his head, he's like, there's probably not that like many deer or anything fun to hunt here anyway. It's probably just going to be like an iguana or something. So like whatever. If he just wants to like strut his stuff at the front of the path, why not? Gotcha. All right. So you guys are all going deeper into the jungle instead of building a raft with the raft materials that I put on the beach for you guys to build a raft. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Okay. No, we're going through the jungle, through the path that you put us so we could walk through the jungle. <laughs> That's a fair point. How you we guys made, build We the made raft, one choice out of two choices. <laughs> I, I, if you guys had built the raft, I would have said instead of going through the path in the jungle, blah blah blah. <laughs> <same thing>. All right. <laughs> anyway, uh, so you guys are making your way. Uh, oh my goodness, the hunter cork has a sniper on it. Oh man, yeah. I didn't notice that. Sorry, I was just reading through uh, you guys' backgrounds for how you get hero points, and my goodness. So I actually, um, I, so I wasn't able to find what that does, what sniper does. I assume it makes me hit things good. I think, uh, so if you get an advantage, it means you get um, just an extra die, I'm pretty sure. So if you're I, trying to use like a... a I think it's right? one is of that, the... Uh, right? It's one of the advantage points, and I think it's it's specifically with a gun. You specifically have to like have a musket oh. in order for it to be worth anything. Uh, do you have a gun with you? Uh, no, I only have a bow and a sword. All right. 
All right, so uh, yeah, maybe you'll find one in the forest. So you guys make your way deep, deep into the forest, into the, the, the jungle, rather. It's hot, it's clammy, it's everything a jungle you think would be on a deserted island. Um, for some reason, you guys do notice that your friend from Vodachi has walks almost as if he's familiar with it, which is odd because from what you guys can understand, um, none of you guys would be uh, familiar with some sort of Vodachi island that would be a tropical. That's just not what they have. So um, if he's here, if he's familiar with it, it's not because he's from here. He's just been here before. As you guys make your way through the jungle, um, you guys hear animal sounds distant uh, and far away. And oh, uh, you guys also hear the sound of ants crawling around everywhere. Uh, there's so many of them, they almost... Uh, make like a marching sound, which is terrifying, in my opinion, because that's a lot of ants. Um, you come to a clearing, and in the middle of, of the clearing, there is a tree stump. The tropical tree had been cut down, and the stump is about two feet tall, and there's nothing around it, which seems unnatural, because the jungle is so dense. I jump on, on tree it. Stump, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... That's not what I thought you were going to do on that. Uh, you <laughs> the tree stump starts glowing purple. Oh, God. Uh, that seems Yeah, unnatural. I thought you guys were going to test an animal on it or something, but okay. So tree this stump isn't last starts... campaign, yo. <laughs> we're not taking things slowly. <laughs> uh, the tree st- <laughs> I'm here to cause chaos. That... Why, why is that the, your first instinct? That makes me so upset, man. <laughs> You know, when I was creating my character, I was thinking I should just make it my goal to kill off as many characters as I can in this campaign by just doing dumb stuff. What? But I guess you're just going to go ahead. <laughs> why didn't you do this to Hannah? Like, why is this my campaign? This just got so difficult. All right. Uh, oh, my God. Um, so <laughs> God, you guys are crazy. Um so, as you guys... I was also going to mention that you can tell that uh, that Giuseppo is of the Bravo background, which is a common Vodachi background, but I guess you guys noticed that. But what you really notice is the fact that your uh, friend from Inishmorv is now glowing purple as the stump shakes and shakes. Um, you... Are you okay? Uh, she cannot get out. <laughs> She's stuck there. She can move within it, but she can't. Uh, the stump is wider than her... In diameter, and she cannot leave its radius. Do I feel any different? No, you feel fine. You just can't leave. Well, it's quite grand. Uh, Giuseppe, is this, um... Do you know what this is? Uh, Giuseppe goes... Uh, actually, um, so first off, he's gonna go, Uh, I'm not really sure what this is. It could be anything. But now I need you to roll me uh, wits plus... Let's see what that would be. Who, um, me? No, I'm talking to, talking to Amelia here. Let's see here. When he gives you the answer, roll wits plus notice. Okay. Also, a question. Yep. You know how when you pick a background, it has a bunch of skills listed? Yep. Do I add one to all of those skills, or what do I do with those? I believe you add one to all those skills, right? Uh, I, is that is that? Oh, I didn't do that. I probably should have. Yeah. That? 
Yeah, I'm gonna do that now. And what are the consequences? So if you get uh, if you get zero, then um, you believe him with whatever he says, and in fact think that he's an expert, and you will have to believe for the rest of the session whatever he tells you about this island. Uh, if you get a one, then um, you don't believe anything he says, and uh, the good news is he can't manipulate you, but you also he is completely useless to you for information. <laughs> Uh, if you get a two, you can tell what he really thinks. Um, if you get a three, he will... It's a surprise. Uh, and don't forget, you get a bonus die, because this is the first time that you have used um, notice. Okay. So, notice and... Um, wits? Yep. Okay. That is one... That is two, so I have two raises. Could you remind me what that was? Uh, so two raises is he will let you know what is really going on. Okay. Let me know what's really going on. Uh, so he goes, uh, I am familiar with a certain a trap, as it were, that uh, some of the uh, inhabitants, I would call them, of this island will use to, to ensnare people uh, who try and trespass. Mm-hmm. She, uh, I don't know anything other than that. I've never actually seen one. In fact, I thought it was in the storybooks. But uh, it looks like we can't get her out. I say we leave her. So he starts heading off in a different direction. <laughs> Oi! Uh... Hey, you're the one who was trying to kill me. What do you want? What do you want me to do, huh? Nobody was trying to kill you, silly man. But if you do know of these uh, traps, is that what you said they were? Traps? And kind of like, like pokes the stump. He's like, it's kind of an odd trap. You need somebody exceptionally <laughs> dumb or brave to jump on a random stump before the trap to even work. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the odds of that happening are simply astronomical. Well, they're at least one in four. <laughs> Across my arms. Uh, Q has like an, uh, you have like an abacus out? Because that's <laughs> a pretty precise map. <laughs> well, there's four of us and one jumped onto. <laughs> oh, my God, that does make sense. You're right. Um, all right, so... <clears throat> This is going to start around. Um, so, uh, everybody announce what you'd like to do. The current happenings, the current actions are Giuseppo is walking away from you guys, even though you guys can tell he, he might know something, it might be useful. Um, Hannah, you're still stuck on the stump, um, and that is what the two of you also have to deal with. So, all three of you guys, what would you like to do? Uh, I'm going to take out my knife and try to stab whatever's keeping me inside. All right, so that's going to be weaponry plus uh, finesse. Um, next. Okay, so I do I roll now? No, so you guys all roll at the same time, and then we go in order of who gets the most raises. So I tell you guys oh, what right. roll first. Okay, well, I would like to, while staying on the ground, try to reach over the stump and pull her off. All right, that's going to be brawn plus uh, athletics. Um, don't forget, this is the first time you guys have rolled those two, so add a bonus die to whatever it is. And you, Rob? Arthur, it, um, sorry, I'll do this in character. Um, Arthur would like to go over to Giuseppo, put his hands on his shoulders in a friendly way, and try to convince him to stay and help us get our friend off the stump. All right, that's convinced plus panache, and the first time you've convinced so far, so add a bonus die. Alrighty. Okay, so I roll, I roll just... Um, Two dice, one regular and one bonus, and then add my weaponry points and my 
uh, what was it? Finesse? Uh, yes. Uh, okay, so I just add those. Cool. Uh, yep. Um, considering what's, uh, what's gonna be going on, you guys are gonna need at least two raises spent to stop Giuseppo from leaving. Uh, you guys are gonna need five to manpower your way out of the stump between the two of you. Okay, I got on. a total. I only have one die, so I'm gonna have to write down some calculations here. Wait, how do you only have one die? Like you only one has one set. Die, you mean? Oh, one set. Okay, I thought you meant like a one die to roll for the raise, and I was like, what? <laughs> Zero. <laughs> like, that's mathematically not possible. <laughs> Rob playing to his strengths over there. <laughs> Sorry, I was grabbing my notebook. I didn't. I didn't hear whatever taunting or j- j- jabs you guys uh, <laughs> sent my way. We we thought you meant you only had one like die for your dice pool instead of one physical die to roll. And you're like, I love how Rob over here had one panache, zero convince, and decided to go with that anyway. No, no. <laughs> I was like, I, they yeah, all I only have too. one d10 with me, so um, I have to roll this baby like six times and just write down some numbers do they need to add up to exactly 10 or is it just uh, uh they can go over, know, 10. Can go over 10. 10 okay you just want as many groups of 10 as possible well, i got under 10 so there's that <laughs> even with my good mm-hmm. points brennan so if it takes are there any partial successes or yes. anything for moving trying to get her off of the uh, tree stump, yes. and what would those be, and how many raises would those be? So it's going to be a four to get one part of her out of it. Um, mm-hmm. Three is nothing happens. Um, two is uh, one is uh, Amelia. You all you do is uh, get a scrape. Uh, no damage taken. Really, just get a scrape trying to to mess with the stump. Um, if a one avoids. Uh, Avoid serious damage. Um, one of you guys, and I'll decide randomly who, gets a wound from trying to uh, flail around. Uh, and if you guys spend none on what you guys are doing, then one of you takes uh, three runes because uh, Hannah accidentally stabs you with her knife. <laughs> uh, I mean, I have two raises. Well, I was just yeah, I have for uh, Rob to roll his. I have less than one raise, so well. So. <laughs> All right. So, if I rolled right, um, which I think I did. All right. So first, how many raises did you get, Rob? Uh, so for the first time you use a trait, it's an extra roll, not an extra raise, correct? Right. Correct. Okay, you so I got two, ra- two raises. All right. So um, it's you guys decide between the two of you. You're on the same team. Who gets to go first? Um, Rob, you can go first. All right, um, Rob. Spend two to stop him from going. Spend one to throw him down or spend zero. Uh, and let him walk away. <laughs> I'll spend two to stop him from going. All right, just, uh, how exactly do you do this? Um, okay, like I said, um, Arthur is going to walk up to him, put his arm around his shoulders, and start talking to him, try to get him to convince him in a jovial and non-threatening way to help their friend escape the trap. Surprisingly so, Giuseppe's receptive to this, and he goes, I guess you got a point. Had it been me, well, I wouldn't have jumped on the stump, but... You know what? I'm not going to question it. I'm going to help you guys out. <laughs> so he walks over. Uh, Giuseppo is now... Um, it was a good move, Rob. Giuseppo is now going to help you guys out. He is going to go and help out uh, Amelia. Uh, and we're going to roll for him. Oh, no. 
bad. Not bad at all. Oh, not bad at all. So he rolled exceptionally well. We're talking 8, 9, 10, 5 over here. Jesus. So, um, <laughs> good job to Seppo. So he is going to help uh, Amelia. So, Amelia, you just got three raises added to the ones that you rolled. Okay, so that's a total of five. Yep. Um, so you're going to pull Hannah Mullen out? That's not my name. I will. You should use oh, sorry. her name. I will. Sorry. Because I also already forgot her name. <laughs> Sinead. Tell us your name. Sinead. Sinead. Okay. Yeah. I will help pull Sinead off. So the two of you somehow miraculously managed to pull her off the tree stump. And just in the nick of time, as the purple gets thicker and thicker, until eventually it turns into metal bars that are present on top of it. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, you guys can tell that you would not have been able to broke, break through it, and you're lucky that the magic was slow enough that you had time to react. Um, the only problem is, when the metal bar is materialized, so there's a bell which starts ringing immediately, um, letting any whoever set this trap know that it has been sprung. Um, That's grand. Does it keep ringing, or does it just ring and then stop? Uh, it just keeps ringing. Like, it's magically, like just keeps going again. Nothing's pushing it. It's just magic. Uh, should we stop that? It is horribly obnoxious. <laughs> yeah. So, does it... Can like, I, can I Can I see the bell? Like, what does it look like? Yeah, it's the bell is, like, inside... Or, not inside. On top of it. Like, it's just on top of the cage. It's about... Uh, about ten feet in the air. Oh, yeah. So. I'm too short to reach that. <laughs> Um, I think Arthur's just going to plug his ears and, like, keep walking down the path. <laughs> right, then. Nothing more we can do besides press on. <laughs> so what? helpful. Um. So, uh, as you guys make yeah. your way down, uh, Giuseppo turns uh, uh, towards Sinead and goes, I'm surprised that you're working with a, a man from Avalon. Usually you two don't get along. Didn't they try and, like, conquer your country or something? I'm not working with him, all right? I don't know who he is. 
I again, the three of you were sent here to kill me, and that's what's that's going not true. on. That's so true. Are you dead? I, I, you know what? That's what I think is true. <laughs> so I have a question. Do you have any reason to believe we were sent here to kill you, or did you just wake up with amnesia with the rest of us and assume, for whatever reason, people are out to get you? All I know is I was on that ship. My merchant father, wealthy merchant, uh, Giuseppe sure. Senior, uh, mm-hmm. put me on the ship and said that there's people trying to kill me. Next thing I know, so my servant tells me that there's people who want to kill me who made it onto the ship, and then I wake up on the island with you three. And uh, quick question, if we were meant to kill you, why would we not have just killed you instead of um, waking up at the same time as you? Well, you see, it's because that he like stops and he goes, now don't get smart with me, let's just get off this island. <laughs> But like, why, if we outnumber you three to one, do we not just kill you now, then? He's like, why, well, I, I don't know, all part of your master plan. <laughs> She's right, you know. Uh, uh, he goes, well, I suppose the three of you could have been sent to guard me. Half the people on that ship were sent to guard me, the other half were to sail it. And I, I don't really know who the sailors were who were, were just there to off me, but... For all I'll, you said the three of you have amnesia? I can't I mean, remember. I have amnesia. Oh, oh, we said that at the exact same time. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was rather impolite. Please continue, Q. <laughs> I, I just said, I mean, I have amnesia. I'm assuming the others do. Of course. Yep, I can't remember how I got here one wick. Agreed. What is a wick? Uh, it's the guy who made this game. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. All our okay. characters stare into the camera, breaking <laughs> the wall in silence. <laughs> the Jim, uh, Jim from the office look. <laughs> well, I imagine I was only there to to sail the ship. Okay, so you that seem makes a bit sense. Young to be a captain. Yeah, Giuseppe's like kind of nods. Mind your business, all right. Um, well, I don't think she was the captain. I think she was just sailing the ship. So it takes more than one ship. person to make a ship sail. <laughs> yeah. So Right, but um, the implication was that she was the one mostly responsible for it, which made me think that she was claiming to be the captain. Well, it's not so my fault if you can't get the, the your dense brain of yours, your dense Avalon brain of yours. I'm, I'm sorry, I just, I really can't understand what you're saying to me sometimes. It's like, I know they're words, but... <laughs> I know you said something about Avalon... All right, bugger um, off. And she's going to walk away. <laughs> I did understand that one. I did understand <laughs> that. That was clear. <laughs> uh, so Giuseppe takes out a rope, actually, and tosses it to you, uh, Shanae. And um, so I would like you to roll finesse plus sailing to see if you can tie the proper sailor's knots to prove that you were in charge of sailing and therefore not somebody sent to kill. Hell yeah. So, um, uh, I only get one get, dice, right? Because uh, I already uh, did finesse. You already did sailing? Oh, I didn't do sailing. I did finesse. So I do two? I was going to say, like, finesse isn't the one. Like, you don't do it by traits. You do it by skills ah, that you haven't okay. rolled okay, before. Okay, yeah. Yes. Cool. So, yeah. Uh, sailing. You still get your bonus because you haven't done sailing. Um, and then, yeah. So, if you can give me... Two raises, you can convince him that you're more of a sailor than a killer. If you can give me one raise, then you, he can be like, you could be either or. If you give me zero, then he's going to turn on you because he's like, why else would someone who does no, has no idea how to sail a ship be on uh, the thing? And he would right. probably think that um, 
Budachi guards who were sent to guard him would know basic sailing skills if they were sent to guard him on the seas. Gotcha. Which would leave you to be a killer. Okay, that is one raise total. Um, so he goes, so you tie some decent sailor's knots, like, you ain't no Boy Scout, but you're also, like, you very clearly, uh, no basic sailing skills, so, um, he is inconclusive on what you are, but, um, there's still a pretty good chance, because you knew that not at least, that you're most likely a sailor, um, or someone, second most likely someone protect him, but he doesn't think you're a killer. All right, can we move forwards now? Uh, absolutely. So, the, the... All of you guys head deeper and deeper into the forest. The bells ringing uh, continues for a few more minutes until it suddenly stops because somebody must have reached it. Uh, you hear somebody, a very faint bellow, like somebody's yelling in frustration that perhaps somebody escaped their trap by rolling way better than they were supposed to, by the way. <laughs> uh, as you guys make your way down. Um, you could only assume that since none of you asked me to make any uh, effort to hide your tracks, that this person is well on your uh, is hot on your tail as you guys keep going throughout the island. All right, Mister Avalon, sure. you don't need to howl. All right. I wasn't saying anything. So you then... guys have like that Scooby Doo moment where you're all like, "Then who's driving?" <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. It's it's almost no matter, though, because you're coming out to the other end. This island was uh, relatively wide, but it was not that, uh, wasn't that, well, it was, you know. Anyway, it's sort of oblong. Uh, it wasn't that thick. You guys may all look to the other side of the island because you're now on another beach. In it is a sailboat, a small dinghy that's uh, been beached that looks like it can feed, uh, seat two people comfortably. Three people if you really cram. Hmm. Um, I just have just a semi-related question. Yes. Did I see any interesting flowers um, at any point while we were walking? Uh, can you give me wits plus scholarship or notice? Let's go with scholarship because this feels like a scholarly question. That's cool. And you haven't done haven't scholarship yet. yet, so. Yeah. I am good at those things. Wits plus scholarship, you say? Mm-hmm. I can do basic addition. What are the stakes? So, um, if you uh, give me a zero, you uh, the consequence is you find a poisonous mushroom, but you're convinced it's edible and you're hungry. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um if you get me a one, then you know it's not a poisonous mushroom. Um, you can pick it if you or you can well, go back. Well, to be fair, I was looking it. for flat. Oh, yeah, one is. Or, yeah. Uh, if you find, if you get a two, you found all sorts of pretty flowers. If you find me a three, you find a very special flower. Oh, luckily for me, I got three. Okay, so you found a very special flower right where you're standing on the beach's edge, where the beach meets meets the jungle. Um, there are many flowers all the way around, of course, um, but this one is very bright. It's uh, it's got like a red tint to it. It actually um, it has the same colors of the banner of the Sun King of Montaigne, 
uh, bright red. It's luminescent. It looks like it could provide the same amount of light as a torch, actually. You don't know quite what else it does, though. Uh, that's uh, dope as hell. <laughs> I, will, uh, I will pick that one. I will pick some of the lesser flowers, if any of them are really bright, just as many as I can fit in my pockets. Excellent. Okay, so you've, you now add it to your items list. Um, Sun King flower and a lot of other flowers, too. Yay. All right. Achievement unlocked. Loris. <laughs> exactly. Um, so you guys are on here. And now you guys hear a war horn. Like a... Um, it looks like whoever found that cage had some friends. Hmm. This does mm-hmm. not seem to be going our way. Somebody Sounds jumped like... on a stump in the middle of a clearing <laughs> RPG game, so I don't imagine it would. <laughs> we gotta shake things up well... a little bit, okay? <laughs> it seems like Just our don't get options... killed in the pilot. <laughs> it seems like our options are either run away on this small little boat, or we set a trap for the trappers and take the fight to them. I'm a bit more partial to hunting the hunters, but it's whatever what everybody else wants to do, I suppose. Uh, I, uh, I just don't feel right killing people on their own land, um, even if we're here by accident. Oh, that is a good question. Uh, what country are we in? You guys have no idea. Like, you guys are completely marooned. You could be literally anywhere. You're probably, um, in the more southern reaches reach, reach of, uh, of the, not the, I don't know what the sea is called, not the Mediterranean, but it would be the Mediterranean, if I could remember Thayan, uh, maps. Um, uh, that's all you guys know. Perhaps we could just talk to them. Hmm. This raft is not going to fit us all anyway. I don't know if that's the best solution, if they're already trying to blow Warhorn and, uh, come our way. Well, to be fair, they're probably blowing the Warhorn because they do not know what they're up against. Um, but if there's many of them, I do not think we would stand a chance in fight anyway. At least I am not much of a fighter and I don't really, um, want to kill people. You guys have a couple minutes left until whoever this is is on, right on the beach with you guys. Well, I'm not scared. I'm down to fight. Well, even if we aren't going to fight and kill all of them, it is still in our best interest to hide if we are not going to be getting on the raft and running away, or sailing away, rather. So, I suggest we find a nice place to cozy down before they come and snatch our heads off. That is an option. Uh, None of you guys have used the hide skill yet, if you guys want to do that. Sure, I'd like to do the hide skill, since we're about to get run up on by a bunch of angry horsemen, sounds like. Yeah, I'll do that too. <clears throat> she won't say All it right. out loud, but she'll do she'll that. do the same. <laughs> okay, so uh, everybody... Wait, what is Giuseppo doing? Is he, like, making for the raft? Uh, Giuseppo was about to make for the raft, and then saw you guys uh, trying to hide. Uh, made the calculation in his head that you very clearly could have left him behind, but didn't. Um... And then decides to hide with you guys, which means everybody rolls me a hide plus... Uh, let's go wits again. Well, hold up. Yeah, let's go with wits. Use your intellectual abilities to find an intelligent place to hide. That makes sense. I'm also keeping track of which ones I have rolled. 
uh, before, so I would suggest everyone do the same. Oh yeah, I've been doing that as well. And once you guys leave the scenario, it does reset. It's not per session, it's scenario. You guys are, I'm counting this whole, like, uh, it's kind of subjective in this game when rounds end. Technically, it's, like, it's whenever the round ends, but, like, I, I don't know. I, I don't think it's likely you guys would ever really use the same thing at the same time, so I'm, I'm keeping them a little bit longer, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Consequences. The, uh... Consequences. So, zero. Um, you guys hide under, like, you guys put rocks over your heads, but that's it. <laughs> I don't know why you would think that worked, but uh, they're just going to find you. Um, each of you can spend one to bury yourselves in the sand and then delay them finding you, but they will find you guys. Each of you can spend two to stay hidden and three to um, stay hidden for as long as they're here. You don't have to do anything else. You can just sit there for like days and they would never find you. Uh, four is a surprise. Um, so those are each per person? Uh, yes. You guys can also... Um, uh, you guys, don't forget, you can also um, bank them and save them for later if you want to use them, if there's another action later on. Uh, so if you get, like, four, you can act- you can spend two to hide pretty well and then spend two more to do something else. Well, I got one. One race. All right. <laughs> um, I got two. I kind of audio cut out for me. What's the difference between two and three? Um, two is you get to hide for like a little bit of a time, like a, but not like forever. Like if they choose to camp and spend the night, they will find you that night. Okay. Uh, three is you hide indefinitely. I will use two of my three raises to hide for the time being. You can use your um, remaining one to you can bank it, use it for an action later, or you can give it to uh, uh, your friend from Inishmore to help her. Um. Yes, I will help the the Innismore peasant hide <laughs> with my superior intellect. I don't say this, but I think, oh, oh, darling. <laughs> she wouldn't take oh. offense to it. Perfect. So uh, <laughs> as you're buried completely in the sand, you just toss some more sand <laughs> onto your friend so that she is also completely hidden. Oh, uh, like be, here is I a can... bomb front. Ah. Uh, if I can add some flavor to this, I would like to be not in the sand, but like among the brush. Oh, okay. Like a flower bush. All right, you're in a flower bush. I like it. Yeah. Uh, Rob, how'd you do? Uh, Arthur will spend two raises to go and hide in the bush as well. All right, uh, let's roll for Giuseppo. <laughs> let's see how he does. Hup! Okay. <laughs> what happened to your rolls, Giuseppo? Nothing like getting a 1 on a d10. Uh, so he's probably going to end up giving you guys away. Um, he is hidden. Please tell me he's not in the fucking bush. No, he's not. In, well, actually, he tries to get into the bush with you guys, but there's only so much room in the bush, and his, like, <laughs> leg is sticking out. <laughs> um, just can we as, kick him out? Can we just, like, yeah. completely sell him out? <laughs> you absolutely can just kick him out, if that's something that you'd be interested in. Um... I need to check if that's something I'm morally okay with doing. Um, <laughs> I don't think I can do that. I can't kick him out completely. I am gonna bitch at him. Uh, so what do you? So like mumbled under your breath. You've got like thirty seconds before they come. So like, what are you saying? 
today. Um, <laughs> Bloody stupid. Actually, Get you know what I'm going bush. to do? Island full of bushes. You're cramming against me, stupid ass. <laughs> I, f- grumble, 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 I have a question. Uh, I have an answer. Can I will push Giuseppe into the bush where I was, and I will just reveal myself if that is allowed, if he can hide completely. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. Q is now out of the bush, and the three of you guys are in the bush. Um, alright. So then the horde uh, comes across you guys. You see a group of very uh, well-dressed islanders. Um, the first one that comes out, and they come out one at a time for one reason or another. Tactical advantages, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one comes out um, sort of swarth-skinned, very handsome man with uh, sort of wild uh, white hair. Um, as he runs out, he is dressed uh, actually like a gentleman uh, would be, which is odd because he is uh, you know, running around the hot island. And he takes out a uh, what looks kind of like a, an old version of a megaphone, just like a cone to put around his mouth. And he says, <clears throat> I am this island's diplomat. Surrender yourself and be killed. Um, I have both of my hands in the air. Uh, may I ask why in particular you are so intent on killing? You're invading this island. And then uh, the rest of the military comes through. They're, they are all dressed in um, robes, almost like monks, a lot like monks, actually. Uh, they're all wielding large sticks, um, bow staffs, etc. Uh, some of them have some nice swords, and they're pouring onto the beach. In the back is a well-dressed uh, man in very, uh, in what looks to be tropical animal fur, who has a standard he is holding. Um, he gives it off to what you would assume to be the standard bearer. Uh, on the standard, which is made of animal leather, is a very large sun. Um, the man who would assume to be some sort of general walks down to join the diplomat and then approaches you all. He goes in a loud, booming voice. Are you not invading? Um, not intentionally. You see, uh, I was marooned um, from a ship. I have no recollection how we got here. We absolutely do not want to infringe upon your land and territory. We are just trying to get um, back to where we came from. Uh, He goes, Perhaps you should take it up with our leader. Um, Then they, it's like part the Red Seas. The monks all go their separate ways as they pound their sticks on the beach. And a woman walks right down the middle. As she approaches you, she has long hair and a flowing, very light uh, blue dress, which looks very, very cool. Uh, and I mean cool as in, like, it wouldn't be too hot to wear. She, she says, And how does one accidentally invade? She has a slightly different accent than the rest of them, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, we didn't accidentally invade. We woke up um, from being unconscious on your beach with no idea how we got here. I mean, I myself don't even own weapons. Um, so she cocks her head 
And then um, I'm going to roll for her real quick. We don't start out with any hero points, do we? Uh, I don't think so. I think we start out with one. Oh, you do um, start with... Yes, you start with one, and I start out with uh, one danger point for each of you. Okay, because um, I have a thing. Uh, flipping through this book where I... Essentially, I can make anyone friendly for to me. Wow, that's useful. Um, I mean, like, it costs a hero point. Uh, virtue. Do, do, do. My virtue is friendly. I can activate my virtue when I meet the character for the first time. She treats me as friendly for one scene. Okay. <laughs> she, she, um, so. Wait, how does, how does Arcana even work? Do, do I just have... I don't even have to use a hero point. I can just do that, right? Uh, I thought you had to use a hero yeah. point for it. No, no, no. I can just activate it when I meet a character for the first time, I think. Oh, good. Because all the other things tell me... Uh, yeah, I think I'm you looking. can just activate your virtue. Or your hubris. Oh, I can only activate my heroes. Wait, yeah, the hubris once a session. Uh, okay, I can only activate it once per session. Okay. That's fair. Well, there you go. No cost. Yeah, yeah, I'm activating my virtue. Okay, she's welcome to our island. Um, you kept using the word we. Who's we? Or are you of royalty and speak in the plural? Uh, well, I'm not... Technically, royalty. Um, <laughs> Q's like blushing. Uh, Q doesn't blush. He's a stone cold. <laughs> Actually, no, Q does blush. Um, Q thinks they're stone cold. Uh, <laughs> that is so on brand for Q. They seem like that type. <laughs> so yeah. Arthur is like been like observing uh, this exchange. Does he see that like Q has done something to like? artificially convince um the the invading force or not the invading it's, force but uh, the, well um, i don't think arcana is like an artificial thing i think it's just something that happens in the story like i'm a friendly person so people like me um so oh. never so what happened when she thought that q they had like a really like just the way that they seem to have a really honest answer and you ever meet somebody and you just they're just likable and they just seem trustable for literally no reason yeah real thing so she's like well welcome we thought you were invaders. We have to apologize that with all of the ships and the armies running around, sometimes we have to protect our own and protect this island. We do hope you understand. Oh, of course. And what a testament to your great and wise <laughs> leadership um, that you would care and protect your people so well. Um, I do have a few people, friends with me, who um, were hiding out of precaution, as we were just as fearful of you as you were of us. Um, if they reveal themselves, could I be assured that so long as they do not attack your people, your people do not attack them? So the general starts saying, until we verify, and then she like gives him a look that's like, put a sock in it, and then she goes, of course. Um... And I'm sure they hear that, so they can... I'm not going to out them, but they can choose to <laughs> come out. You guys can come out? Hiding. Yeah, I slowly stand up. Uh, so everyone looks at uh, the Inishmore woman, the Inish woman, and just kind of, like, nods. Like, okay. And then I want, like, Arthur to, like, very slowly, like, like come out of the bushes, but, like, very fluidly. So, like... It's more of like he just kind of like appears where he was like once camouflaged 
if that's possible. <laughs> Everyone okay. kind of rolls their eyes. <laughs> um, uh, also, yes? Brennan, would you say that I turned the tide of violence with charm and flair? Yeah. Oh, you get a hero point for that? <laughs> I get a hero point. <laughs> okay, you get a hero point. Uh, awesome. Uh, use that later. Um, well done. Um, uh, so next, uh, but then Giuseppo stands up and everybody in the crowd gasps. The leader of the island, she looks at Giuseppo and looks at you, Q, and says, The prince! Hmm? We're very, very close to starting a war over this young man. I hope that you are on the right side of it when it happens. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.